Welcome to Mosaic, your Novant Health podcast for diversity, inclusion, and equity. You'll learn more about the mosaic of similarities and differences that make us stronger and how health equity benefits us all. Piece by piece, we're telling the stories of the beautiful mosaic of Novant Health. This is Becky Knight, and I have the privilege of working with Novant Health BRGs. Business resource groups, or BRGs, play a critical role in our goal to embed diversity, inclusion, and equity throughout the organization. BRGs are groups of team members gathered around a dimension of diversity. They're a forum for the exchange of ideas, experiences, and perspectives. BRGs help us better understand ourselves and each other, and they help us keep our Novant Health promise to relentlessly pursue remarkable care every day so patients get the compassionate, expert, and personal experience they deserve. On a previous episode, I spoke with a founder of our newest BRG, Rebound, whose vision is to create an open and supportive environment to raise awareness of mental health and substance abuse diagnoses. On this episode, we'll hear from a member of the Rebound BRG about how the group has supported her and her thoughts on reducing stigma in the workplace. We'll also hear from a member of our Women Physicians BRG to get a clinical perspective on mental health. Tanya, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. Can you tell me a bit about your role as a transporter in our organization? I am responsible for taking patients to procedures and taking patients up to their rooms when they've been admitted. And I have a lot of interaction with patients, so I really enjoy just speaking to patients and helping them to get their mind off of things and just um, being there to support them in a unique role. And can you tell me a bit about the BRG you're involved in? Well, in New Hanover, we have a um, BRG that is focused on mental health awareness it's called Rebound, and we are just trying to create a, a safe space for people to speak about what they are, may or may not be going through, what their family members may or may not be going through, um, just for them to be able to get help without being stigmatized by common misconceptions surrounding mental health. Would you mind sharing with me why you wanted to join the Rebound Business Resource Group? I actually had an experience lately where I had to go in for a reaction to some medication and that reaction induced anxiety. Just that stigma of being afraid of going in for an issue that might coexist with anxiety, that is is the stigma that we're trying to combat. When I spoke with Sarah Arthur in a previous episode, she mentioned that in starting the BRG, at first people were reluctant. And that's understandable, especially for a mental health group in the workplace, but that didn't stop you. Why not? I just have a great interest in helping people understand these issues and helping people understand that it's a medical issue that 
there's a chemical imbalance in the brain like we've all heard about, but we don't really know what to do with that information. That's just a sad thing because it, it doesn't create that safe space that people should be able to feel when they go to a hospital for help. Yeah, definitely. A hospital should be a, a safe space for sure. And I, I just appreciate what the BRG is doing because I think it, it's a good thing to be conscious of. For one thing, the words that we use to describe people and how even if we're t- talking, you know, among coworkers, you think, well, the patient can't hear you, but your coworker hears you, your coworker hears what you're saying. And that might make them think twice about if you're a safe person or not for them to talk to. Everybody needs help sometimes. And whether that help is just talking to a friend or family member or a colleague, or if they need to come in and get help from a, a doctor, you know, that's okay. And we're trying to create an environment where people feel safe to do that. Thank you, Tanya. I appreciate your dedication to your transporter role and for helping our patients feel more at ease as you navigate them around the hospital. And I also appreciate your willingness to work towards educating all of us on how to be more compassionate with each other. At this point, I'd like to welcome Dr. Michelle Constantino to the discussion. She is a licensed clinical psychologist with Bariatric Solutions. She helps patients prepare for weight loss surgery as well as help them live well after surgery. She's also a member of our Women Physicians Business Resource Group. Michelle, welcome. And uh, thank you for being a part of this episode. I wanted to start with your thoughts on how the pandemic is affecting mental health. Yeah, I think it's been um, a huge change for people. Um, I think people were isolated and that was hard, um, especially people who lived alone. And then, well, I mean, I guess there's just different layers to it because then there was people who were trying to also homeschool children and work full-time jobs. So there was that stressor for people. Yeah, and you've likely seen the reports by McKinsey, the Brookings Institution and others about how the pandemic has disproportionately affected women, especially women of color. So obviously this is affecting our our team members and they are feeling the impact at work and at home. Um, A report from the Kaiser Family Foundation for women under 30 in particular found that 69% feel that the pandemic has harmed their mental health. So this is affecting our team members in their clinics, in the hospitals, in our corporate offices. It's something we need to address. And so if we're concerned about a family member or friend, coworker, or ourselves, what are the signs that the issue is more than just the normal day-to-day blues and blahs? When do we need to seek help? think anything chronic so you know we all have our days where we might just want to be left alone and might not pick up our phone or want to do something social so that's you know normal like I just want to kind of relax and and you know turn off from the outside world um but when that becomes a consistent pattern so when you see someone doing that days on end maybe coming home from work and just isolating in their room not picking up their phone or missing work you know days of not showing up or not performing well um and you know your appetite changes, you can be more or less hungry um, for days. Um, it's usually, I mean, depression, you you see it, they say it's typically about two weeks and that's when you want, you want to know that something's going on. Um, 
what else changes? Um, you might sleep more, you might sleep less, you, you, your sleep cycle can get disrupted. You might wake up really early or have middle of the night awakening. Um, so those are lots of signs and symptoms. So considering that mental health has long been, um, difficult to access for many people, what tips do you have for how to access the help that you need? A couple ways to reach out for help are, I mean, you can always just you know, talk to a friend um, at Novant. You can go through your employee assistance program. Um, if you work for the hospital, you can see a therapist for free. Um, you can also just call your insurance company, like call the number on the back of the card and they will tell you um, providers that accept your insurance. Um, there is a website also, psychologytoday.com. Um, I love this website. When I've had a therapist in the past, it's honestly how I've, I have found my therapist. Um, you can go type in your zip code. You can checkbox um, your insurance company and whatever you want to work on. Or you don't have to check any of those things, but you can. So if you're working on depression, anxiety, just like life adjustments, relationship issues. Um, and then it will populate profiles with pictures. And so you can read people's profiles, see their picture and kind of get a good feel for who might be a match for you. And then you can just email them or call them. And usually most therapists will give you like a free like consult. Um, and so you can see if they're a good fit. And that's like the number one most important thing is to have a good rapport and a good relationship with your therapist. If you connection, you're probably not going to want to keep talking to them. So um, interview people, interview and find a good connection. Do you have any tips for maybe for, for those of us who are working in healthcare, why it's so important to not stigmatize mental health? Um, and also for those who want to, you know, seek help, how to not let that be a barrier to them? It's okay to talk to somebody. It's okay. And it doesn't mean that somebody even has a diagnosis. And even if they do have a diagnosis, that's okay too. But don't make assumptions about anybody. Like you don't know what's going on in their personal lives. Like they could have lost a family member during COVID and they're supposed to there and deal with that on their own. Like it's okay if they need to go talk to a therapist. A lot of mental health diagnoses are they're inherited. So there is a high percentage of you getting a disease from your family line. And when that happens, there's nothing you can do to change that chemically speaking, right? You get your, we all get what we get. <laughs> and so what you can do is get support. And that looks like the right medication management. And I always say to my patients who come in and they're opening up for the first time, I tell them if you had asthma, you would use your inhaler to breathe, right? Um, if you have diabetes, you take your insulin. So your sugar levels are where they need to be. Right. And so literally what mental health is, is hormonal imbalances in your brain. And so medication literally helps bring your hormones to where they need to be. There's a feedback loop between the brain and the body that works all day long to regulate all of our hormones. And sometimes that feedback loop just has a little miscommunication and what medication does is get that communication back on track. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and any last words of wisdom or encouragement for folks to get the help that they may need? You're changing generations of dealing with mental health from 
you know, maybe unhealthy coping to healthy coping and people are changing that for their children as well. And I think it's a beautiful thing when someone can reach out and get help and make those changes. And so, um, I think just, you know, thinking about it, just like any other medical condition, you'd want your friend to take care of their bodies. They need to take care of their minds too. Dr. Michelle Constantino, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with us. And thank you to my earlier guest, Tanya, as well from New Hanover Regional Medical Center. I know that this will be useful information for many people. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Mosaic, your podcast for diversity, inclusion, and equity at Novant Health. Stay tuned for our next exciting episode.